have your seat. You know, when I was coming to church today, the second thing that the Lord spoke to me about, I told you about the first one. I told you that there is an emergency allocation of, of grace, you know. There is an emergency allocation of grace. Glenn, you know what I'm talking about. And it's, it's a kingship. It's a kingship anointing. Talk about, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you sure? You look like something is wrong. Something wrong. Are you, you have an headache? Okay, sorry. It's the kingship anointing. Praise God. But self-life is delaying it. You get it? When you're living for yourself, God finds it difficult to bless. To bless self is very difficult for God. If you see anybody looking very blessed and is, is that self-life is very strong, if you, if you saw the original plan, you will know the person is not blessed. I remember one day God was talking to me in the dream and then he showed me in the, in the, in the course of the conversation, he showed me a very popular um, preacher and um, he told me that do I know like you know this preacher? I said yeah, I know the preacher and he said that he's, he's meant to be one of the greatest preachers paraphrasing is meant to be one of the greatest preachers of his generation. Well, he's, he's quite a popular preacher, doing fine. And, and the Lord explained to me that it was self, desire for success in a carnal way. That that's why he's not as great as he intended him to be great. But naturally speaking, I felt the guy was, the man rather, was a great man. So, please, I just want you to permit, uh, allow me to just minister the way. Um, the truth is, even me, myself, you know, you know I like to just teach the word. And um, sometimes... When you see me pray for somebody, it's because I have tried not to pray for the person, you know, but I couldn't flow. He wouldn't flow, you know. So that's why I eventually go ahead, you know, and, and pray for the person. And not like I, not like I intend, I, I plan to teach, that's why I came here. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, we see that the, the, um, 
The reason why many times we don't step in, are you together with me? Is because of self. I've told you I've told you this several times, but if you don't mind, let me tell you again that one of the hallmark of my calling as a minister of the gospel was an experience I had with the Lord. And that experience dealt a very serious blow on me. Um, I told you that I, 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 I saw the Lord in the form of a fire burning. And he spoke to me just the way he spoke to Moses out of that fire. Now when I say he spoke to me just the way he spoke to Moses... I didn't mean that to mean that my calling is the calling of the order of, of Moses. I, I'm not trying to compare at all. I'm just trying to give you um, to understand how that particular experience was. Not necessarily that I come in the order of, of Moses. There is even nothing spectacular about coming in the order of Moses because I'm a new creation. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to come in the order of Moses. I come in the order of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right. I just said that, that stuff. Praise God. Amen. Um, can you sit near, Amen? can you sit near, near Lulu? And hold her hand. Lulu, move. Okay. All right. It's okay. Hold on. I meant to pray for you, but I don't want to pray for you because I don't like all this unnecessary drama we're doing today. So I want to use another way, whether it will happen through that connection. So during the service, just be tapping. Something is, there is an operation of the Spirit happening to you, but I choose not to pray for you so that I can have a normal, responsible um, service. The time has already gone, we have not done. <laughs> I'm not doing what we came here to do. Amen. And we have first time I say, oh, I'm trying to decide whether they will come back. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to make it good. Ooh, do you like my shirt? Yes. It was Glynn's that gave me this shirt. Glynn's gave me this shirt. I like the I like the shirt. I like the shirt. When I was wearing my trousers, I was wondering that oh, this trousers will not spoil the glory of this <laughs> of this shirt. But I tried. The trousers is a very old, very old one. But you won't know because of the shirt. Oh, you still know. <laughs> oh my God. Maverick will say, oh my goodness. Praise God. Lola and MM, can you just stand up? Put your hands around her. Father, I thank you for your daughter. Thank you for your daughter. Thank you for your hand that's upon her. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your blessings that, that is upon her. Thank you for your grace that's upon her. Thank you. I just give you thanks for her life. I give you the praise. I ask that you bless her indeed. I ask that you keep her, you keep her indeed. 
and that you prosper her. Indeed, the ushers can leave there. Nobody's going to fall down. I'm going, I'm controlling the, the thing. But if they want to fall, you rush and I want to spoil the mood about myself. I don't like this. <laughs> I want to get out of the mood. But we settle the quarry after the service. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the oil of greatness. Thank you. That is on her. Oil of greatness on her. We are grateful for that oil. And we embrace the oil. And today we decide to be comfortable around the oil. And we begin to make demands from that oil. We do no longer demand from our perceived sense of being undeserving. Now we begin to make demands from the oil of greatness. And so I ask that you shall now begin to demand of life from your oil of greatness. And let, let those demands be responded to. And so from this moment forward, you shall now begin to experience, even in your natural life, great incidences, great occurrences, great events, mouth-opening events, mouth opening testimonies because the oil of greatness is being made up is operating it in its violent form so it is and nothing shall be able to stop you you shall not experience disfavor in the name of Jesus your path is clear and your greatness has come. Amen. Amen. All right. So now we go to this, right? Yeah. So usually we're unable to step into our, our grace allocations because of self. We have an assumption that if we step into God the way God intends us to step into him, that we will lose. The enemy always misinterprets our desire for intimacy. Anytime you want to be intimate with God, the enemy tells you that there will be a harvest of loss. Are you together with me? Has it ever happened to you before? You want to go all out for the Lord and you ask yourself, maybe as a young girl, you're like, huh, would anybody marry me? Do you think those thoughts? As a young man, you want to go all out for the Lord. A businessman, you are wondering, can I make profit? Are you together with me? There is always a sense of loss. But you see, I told you sometimes back that the resource of God is for the work of God. And by the work of God, I'm, I'm not talking only ministry. Are you together with me? And so the reason why many of us haven't assessed the resource of God in the way that we should assess it is because our heart 
is not burning primarily for God. You can't be taking care of yourself and God also will be taking care of you. You have to choose who will take care of you. You or God. Many of us are afraid to allow God to take care of us because hmm, you just look at it and Somebody asked me, Pazak, why do you give? And the simple revelation I could give the person is that it's easy for me to give because I'm aware, my heart is aware that somebody is taking care of me. So it's easy for me to release because what I have is not what I use to take care of myself. Are we together now? And I'm, and I'm, I'm going to intensify my prayers for you and the, the point of my prayer is that you can surrender quickly. There is no delay greater than the delay of a life that is not surrendered. Your greatest delay is that you, are, you haven't surrendered. When you surrender, you would engage divine peace. There is the chariot of Ahab, but there's also the mantle of Elijah. Are you with me? There's the mantle of the prophet. That can, outrun, that can outrun the chariot of Ahab. Are you with me? So, you have the capacity to outrun. And so you must interpret, if God decides to pull you back, you must, insta- you must interpret it as the pulling back of a catapult. Yeah. I know that when it's released, those who went before you will know they've been joking. I tell you the truth. A lot of us are not experiencing angelic supply, supernatural stuff, because we are too active in our lives. There is an emergency. I tell you the truth and I lie not. By next year, I'm trusting God that we can now begin to plant more churches. God started talking to me about that, even next year. I mean, I'll tell you the numbers, but it's time to plant more churches. We are in, an, we are in a season. There is a season we're in right now. And there is an emergency in the realms of the spirit. God wants to, there is an emergency blessing. God wants to quickly bless somebody. God wants to quickly set somebody up somewhere for the kingdom because there are victories to be won. The battle is already been set. But the church is not ready. And it's because the preaching is not apostolic. The very fabric of apostolic preaching is surrendered, surrendered life. That's the very fabric of apostolic preaching. And that's what you preach, you, you preach it well. That's the very fabric of apostolic preaching, it's a surrendered life. And, and that is a lesson we can learn from the present shakers 
of the world. When you look at the present shakers, our fathers who have, who have shook this world, is surrender. Do you know they had 100% grace? They had, they, had this, they had a dimension of grace that is, that is strange. Are you with me? Very strange. They had grace. Sorry, dear. Sorry, 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 sorry. Kosukumona, Amen. Praise God. They had they had hundred percent grace. All the fathers, they had grace for this level of greatness they amassed. But you also know they had grace if nothing like this ever happened. If their life was going to waste, they didn't mind. They were ready for waste and confident of greatness. Yeah. They were ready for waste. Those men were ready for waste. Them Bishop Uyiriko and them the Jews of this world, the Maya Kilomers and others were ready for waste. And also assured of what? Of greatness. It's a mystery. It's the mystery of Paul when he was talking about how he has learned to abound unto our base. And the idea is that Christ strengthens him. I wanted to tell you the second thing God told me, aside from the grace allocations and all of that. You know, he was kind of not rebuking me, but he was telling me I'm not preaching hard enough. Not hard as per strength, but I'm not, I'm not driving you enough into this dead process. I'm very careful. I, I don't want to enforce. I want every, I'm allowing everybody to take their time. But the truth is, we have to step in quick. You have to die. Amen. You have to live for one thing. And that should be how God prospers in you and how God prospers on the earth. If, you're not, if, that's, not, if that's not what your blood is reading, if, if your blood is put on a holy machine, if it's not reading the prosperity of God in you and the prosperity of God in the earth, you can't, God can't really bless you as he intends to bless you. God can't really put you in places you see, God wants to glorify himself. He doesn't really want to glorify yourself, the self in you. And so when I was talking about, it says that the kingdom of God suffers what? Violence. And, and it's, the violence that, it's the violent that takes it violently. I have to take it violently. You have to, we have to go all out, all in. And I began to talk about passion. Passion, it has to burn. Passion for the kingdom. You get my point, friend? Passion for the kingdom. Passion for the kingdom. Listen, it is only passion for the kingdom that can even purify your weaknesses. Yeah. It's passion. If you, if you sit down and you are willing over your weaknesses, you sit for long. Go check all the people that the Lord used. Really flawed men, right? But they were purified in the process. They purified in the process. I'm going to love Kathleen Kruman. You love her, right? How many marriages did she have? 
You don't even remember. One, who told you is one? Now I'm, now, I'm not talking about that to say for you to be great, you have to have a messed up family life. But I'm just saying that if it was some of us, if it, if it was about self, when you lost the first marriage, you disqualify yourself for purpose. But, but the passion for the kingdom, in fact, one of the marriages, it was because of the kingdom. She just felt, oh, this is not working. Oh, God, go, let me focus on, on the kingdom. Thank God she did that. You get the point. It purifies you. It purifies you. It purifies you. you. You are too, your life is too cheap to be, to be divine vision. You are too cheap to be a vision. Imagine you, you are a vision. The resources of God is for you to you how can you be a vision? What can you become that you are a vision? You need skincare product. <laughs> skincare product, have you? After skincare product, you need you need you need a car. You need something. So so we are so so the only value that we can have is if God puts his own dream in our hearts. We're meant to be carriers of divine dreams. You're unhealthy if you're not carrying a dream from heaven. You're unhealthy. We're meant to be carriers of divine dream. So I spoke about passion. I spoke about commitment. And the last thing I was trying to talk about, which I would round off in 20 minutes, is love, right? Those are the three things. Love. Love. Love is the very medicine for death. Yeah. Love is the very medicine for death. It's it's, it's, it's the medicine of death. If you want something to die, then put love in it. Yeah. Yeah. A guy stops having sense when he falls in love. Big, big man. You can see a very, a guy with six packs. Let him fall in love. He's just, just also a stupid boy. That's why wise pastors are very careful in that, in that area. Is is pastors that just started work, that want to be influencing that area too much. Because in the in the early stage of the work, is is he the will of God for your life? You need to go and pray. Is he the will of God after a while? The two of them will curse you. <laughs> if they are in love like this, just just because they will crush you. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> They'll crush you. Love is powerful. Love. I've lost many people to boys and girls. That's in the past now. I said, ah, you love him? Ah, we thank God. I love him too. I love, well, we thank with you or this. <laughs> we are together. Yeah, love is very powerful. It's as strong as death. That's what the Bible says. It's as strong as death. Love is very powerful. 
Love can make you, it can make you lose your mind. Is that powerful? Praise God. Love can redefine things. Somebody that everybody knows is ugly when you, when you fall in love with the person. I remember, I, remember, I remember one girl I fell in love with. I remember one girl I fell in love with sometime in the past before I met this Allah. <laughs> I remember. I think girl was very fine in my eyes. And Kredo would just be saying, Kilo. <laughs> I don't know if Kredo can remember. I was saying, Man, Kai! Or oh, if I was like, Ah! Surely I believe. <laughs> I'm telling you, that girl used to be the finest thing ever. This calm has happened to me twice in my life. I was like, Kai, man, this girl is fine. The first one was after. You know, I left the girl for some years. And I went back to the picture. I said, ah. What about you, five years? <laughs> the second one, it was later I found out she has a big nose. I, I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, how come I never saw this nose? Her nose, her nose is big, as if she's six months pregnant. <laughs> I'm telling you. And that's what I would have I would have made do with all the days of my life. I'm telling you, thank God. Good year to have big news. <laughs> yeah. Love knocks out your senses. I remember I loved somebody who, let me not say this one, we're online. <laughs> I like food a lot. I like good food. My love for food is crazy. My love for good food is on the, is on the, it's too much. It's so high. My, my taste bud for food. So I don't even see, I don't even, so I see food as a professional stuff. I don't see food as as food that uh, the wife will be cooking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see food as others. Uh, when they cook, I just say, oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I eat as, I eat like I just have this crazy desire. This, there's a way I want my food to taste and all of that. So I don't put the I don't put my food life on on mere men. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If if I want to eat, I'll go to people who trained on how they used to cook. Not the one the mother trained who uh, <laughs> went to real school. Or YouTube. So I let one new soup in YouTube. Food that people used to have years, fifteen years to learn. Uh, but there was somebody whose food I was eating who I've literally ate Maggi before. Oh, Maggi. <laughs> it's not the salad zone. Oh, Maggi. I ate Oh, Maggi. I, I thought it was meat. 
You know, we all got dice here. Oh God. <laughs> but he didn't mean to me. I said, oh. oh. <laughs> we continue life. <laughs> yeah, love. <laughs> it takes out your senses. It can knock things off. Your desires will just knock out. People are falling in love with people who are not saved. And, 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 and the girl feels she is born again. Like resurrection power. Love. <laughs> when we begin to hear, no, Pastor, no, it might not be like all these Jim Jim brothers. Boy's heart. The guy, no. I say, is he born again? Now, Pastor, you know, it, it might not be like the normal brothers, Jim Jim guys, but, but he has a good heart. You know that she has... <laughs> That's what love can do. Love can... It can give somebody new birth. <laughs> all this is what Jesus went to do on the cross. He's just wasting the time. Yeah. That's how powerful love is. That's how powerful love is. And that's what the love of God will do to you also. It has to knock some things out. Things you thought you can never do without. Yeah. Sometimes comfort. You who loved comfort all your life. When, you see, when you love God, self dies. The things that you love begins to die so that you can foster the relationship. Self dies. The reason why some of us do what we do is because we love the Lord. Yeah, I love the Lord. Sometimes, I'm not even aware that I'm tired. Tired will be happening to me, I I won't know. Which is, the few times I get some good sleep, it is the way I sleep, I will now wake up, ah, I was tired. Tired will happen to me because... There is something burning in me. There is a love. Edwin Piquet was talking about trekking from uh, Agege to, to Yaba. What happened? It's love. It knocks off your brain. It knocks it off. Those days I used to wear bedroom slippers to church. I didn't know I was wearing bedroom slippers. It's now. I'm aware. As a young boy... Boy who just left secondary school, and I'll I'll be I'll be I'll be bouncing because there was there was something about the service, there was a love that needed to be filled. So when you when you love the Lord, you be, you you become you won't be the most important person. Some of you, the way you are doing life, you are the most important person in your life. So you are first. When you love the Lord, you can't be first. He will be what? He will be first. Your comfort will not be first. Praise God. One of my dear um, girls was asking me that, Pastor Zach, can I marry somebody that's 
I'm not really attracted to like this will of God you guys are always talking about. What if the person I'm not attracted to the person? Will I now? Well, I said, well, I can't encourage you to marry somebody you are not. You are not attracted to it. You need to be attracted to the person. But having said that, I can't, I can't tell you not to marry somebody that you are not attracted to. But you see, when you when you love God, you just want to marry who He tells you to marry, and you will trust God to give you the attraction. He can give you the attraction. And the question is, how many people have you been attracted to in this life? that you stop being attracted to later. Attracted to somebody, you know. How many girls have I liked in this life? I can't count them again. How many people have I thought is the will of God for my life? Like, I can't even count again. Attraction is good, but it's not number one. Before you marry... Before you marry the person you are married to, you've been attracted to how many people? The one you are, you plan to marry now. Before that one, how many have you been attracted? Eh? After you got married, <laughs> you, were, you were not attracted to anybody again. Let's say it that way. <laughs> Let's leave it like that too. So that we can eat this night. <laughs> Just do the will of God and move on. Don't overhype yourself that you'll be so happy in life and all of that. You'll be happy in life, but there's a but. There's somebody whose happiness is more important than your happiness. He's your creator. I've told you, he made all things for his pleasure. If that's the person he wants you to marry, that's what makes him happy. Yes, Just go and make him happy. And know that you will never find happiness until he's happy. Yes, the way he created you, you are a linking verb. I just said nonsense. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but what I meant, <laughs> what I meant is that without him, your life will not make, will not make sense. That's what I'm trying to say. And I believe without a linking verb, something, 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 something. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Just find the one that he gives you. It's love. You can't, you can't be living for your comfort. I told you, if we live for self, we will destroy ourselves. The reason for wars and destruction is his self. If we live for self, you would even destroy your brother. Self is very dangerous. It's something God doesn't want to see. You, would dis, you see, with self, eh, you would destroy somebody who loves you. When you are too self-aware. Somebody will even say, 
I love you. I love you. You begin to suspect the person that. Hmm. The way this person is loving I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. The way this person is loving me. Emma People come into your life and are so good to you, and you are waiting for the day they will be bad. They will be bad. Can somebody be this good? Mato is a true color. Self. You see, you, you will become protective over what does not exist. Over an enemy that doesn't exist and even a treasure that does not exist. You, you will protect nothing. You become very protective. Self. You become very protective. Somebody says good evening. You will notice the person didn't put sir. That's self. You become very protective. So have you noticed the way the way that guy greets me has changed? It has changed. That's self. See. See the way she's singing. She wants people to know she can sing. <laughs> this is look like it's funny, but these are the things people do every day. Every day. You meet, you see somebody else with your friend, and you already say, hey, they want to stay my friend. They want to stay my friend. Yeah. Listen, and it doesn't only happen amongst um, people. It happens even among servants of God, though. Don't think it's happens among servants of God. Say, ah, that guy is nearing my see, he's getting close to my father. He's getting close to my spiritual father. I want to collect my I want to collect my spiritual father now. <laughs> Do you know many battles of people have tried to put me inside? Battles that don't exist. Because of self. Of self. You see, self, you know the church on this road. Self will make me send Pastor Obi to be checking the attendance with style. Yeah. Self. You'll be checking the attendance with style. And say, ah, what are they doing? What are they doing? Self will make you critical. When you see somebody is blessed, you'll find the reason for his blessing. I say it's because of his uncle. He, he has an uncle now. He's, he came from a rich home. See, in this life, don't look at people's successes and begin to judge yourself. He came from a rich home, if not for his uncle, who is not that brilliant. <laughs> it's because he's in Lagos now. Let him go and try that ministry he's doing. Let him come and do it in, in the Kitty State. Let's see whether the church will grow. Now, how can God bless you when you have, when you have ascribed a reason to his anointing? Because it's his anointing that did it. But you have said that it's not his anointing. That means you have said it can't work for you. Because of self. Self is very destructive. Very destructive. Very destructive. And the solution to that is to love God. To love God. To love God. We have to live a life loving God. You just love God. You're looking for God's interest on everything. About everything that you do. 
What's God's interest? What's God's interest? What what will prosper God's work? Hmm? What will prosper God's agenda on this matter? You have to look for God's interest. God has an interest in the person you marry. Do you know that? He has an interest. That's why you have to choose the one the one he said you should that you should marry. I'm not encouraging you to marry somebody you don't have attraction to. I don't know how it will work. But I know that if God has given you someone, the attraction will come. Because sometimes the reason why there is no attraction might be because of a wrong value that you have inside you. That if you allow God, God can take away. For, okay, for example, if you, are, if you are a lady who worships money, for example, the now say you should be attracted to somebody who doesn't have it. Ow! God says, that's my will. I'm not attracted. How can you be attracted? The guy doesn't have money. The day the guy makes more money, he says, I just have a strange. <laughs> I just, the Lord just touched my heart. So sometimes the reason why we're not attracted to what God has chosen for us is because of some values in us that we need to even work on. Do you understand? And everyone is shocked that you're not attracted to that person because that person in heaven's eyes is somebody worthy of attraction. So something is wrong with your system. Why is your your emotion is healing? You are meant to be attracted to that person. It's just like you're not attracted to Sarah. Will everyone be happy with you? Why would you be attracted to Sarah? Where they say that she's the prototype for a godly woman. How come godly women are not at, at uh, godly women? You are not attracted to godly women. It's Nicki Minaj dice that you want. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with you? So you need healing. <laughs> you need healing. Praise God. I don't want to go deeper into these thoughts. <laughs> you need healing. We need God to heal us. Amen. Amen. We need God to heal us. We have to love the Lord with our hearts. And the second expression of love is to love God's people. You have to to love God's people. You have to be biased towards God's people. I'm biased towards believers. I'm biased. Say, you will be criticizing politicians, but you don't criticize men of God. I'm biased. I'm biased to men of God. I'm I'm not biased towards politicians. The Bible says we should do good to all men, especially those of the household of what? Of faith. There is a bias I have for preachers. Not just for preachers. There is a bias you should have for one another. Yeah? It's a bias. You have to love, you have to love, um, you have to love your brothers in the faith. You know what I mean by loving your brothers in the faith? I mean you have to, 
sacrifice yourself for them. There can never be love without sacrifice. Listen, leading a sacrificial life must begin to give you joy. You must begin to get joy. This is Christianity, leading a sacrificial life. You can't just be living for yourself. You have to lead a sacrificial life. These are how we can attract divine favors, divine blessings. But that's not even the reason. The Bible says if God has saved us, if God was the one who saved us, if we were dead before and now we are alive because he saved us, then we don't have the right to live for ourselves anymore. It's in the scripture. You don't have the right to live for yourself anymore. So you have to live a sacrificial life. Forever. There must be something you're doing because of your brother. Praise God. And this was one of the things Paul was talking about when he was talking about eating meat sacrificed to idol. He said that sometimes we have to abstain, for example, from meat sacrificed to what? Idols because of your brother who doesn't have a strong faith. Do you understand? And no matter how much you love meat, are you together with me? There are some things I do in my house that you never see me do in church. Not because it's wrong. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Imagine they just bring during service now. Uh, this water they used to give me. They should just put red wine there during service on Sunday and put red wine. I should just be drinking red wine while preaching. <laughs> Two things will happen. <laughs> so people just go home like that and say, "Okay, it's over." And some will say, "Hey." Lee. <laughs> Ah, ah, Pastor, I see the Pastor. I see the Pastor. I see the. The next place I will see there is Beer Palo. So please, too good. Just too good. You get the point now. There are some dresses my wife will not wear because of you, not because of herself. Even if we are doing private uh, dinner or private this thing, except nobody will say in the old world, she won't wear it. She's pastor. She won't wear it. She won't wear it till Jesus come. And she can't wear it in heaven. So <laughs> it's over. All the ones she wants to wear, she will want it before she give her life to Christ. No, she can't wear it. Okay, maybe in the house. Wait for me after we see it, you go in office. I have to love. I have to love the, your brothers in the faith. Not just, hey, I love you, I love you, I love you. I'm talking about sacrifice. Sacrifice. Death. Vowing, making sure you are in a state of vow for their well-being. Preferring them more than yourself. That's how the kingdom is. Listen, until we find a family of love, Jesus is not going to return. Never. Never. He's not going to return. You see, 
until Jesus knows that we are that that we'll be taken care of by ourselves. If our maturity has not got to the point where Jesus is sure that we can take care of ourselves as a family, he's not going to return. But the question is, can we? Are we? Like, like without a miracle coming from heaven, this church, for example, without everybody experiencing a miracle from heaven, can we vouch that we have a community where everybody is okay? We attend to ourselves. What's the answer? No, we don't. But not yet there. Because there's still shame. Do you understand? There's still shame. There's still love. And the Bible says, when love is perfected, fear leaves. Am I together? When love is perfected, shame leaves. We still have shame. We still have a reason to form. You understand that? You still want to look spiritual. When you come, you still want to... You still want to feel spiritual. You're still not comfortable being naked. In fact, you, you still find it difficult to tell somebody you don't have teeth here. You can't go home because when we look at the, your color combination, you don't look like someone that doesn't have. You don't look like someone that doesn't have transport fare. But you still have shame. If there's still shame in our midst, then love has not been installed. So we have a long way to go. There's still shame. You still cannot go and tell your brother, "I'm, I'm battling lost." Because you had one that prophesied last week. Yeah. <laughs> prophesied last week. He said, The Lord your God is here. <laughs> you were the one who you said, you said, you said. <laughs> you understand? You, you can't use that same mouth and go and say, <clears throat> oh, Brother. Is it, is it the Lord by God? <laughs> you get the point now. We still have a lot of shame. We still have a long way to go. I don't know how we are going to go about it. I don't know how we are going to go about it. I really do not. I can't categorically tell you that I have a specific way that we are going to go about it. But let me tell you the truth. A lot of what we see as church is, is drama. It's drama. If people can still go home hungry, if people can still go home with guilt, if people can still go home with fear, what we have is what? Drama. It's drama. I will get to the point now. But I know that when the glory of God steps in, all this shall disappear. Five more minutes, please. I'll, I'll let you go. Love for God's people. Love for your brother. Intense love. I told you, I shared, I've done a series on it. That was what brought the spirit. Mm. I, I, I taught you Acts chapter 2. That was what brought the baptism of the, the coming of the Holy Ghost. I've done a complete series on it before. That when the Bible says they were in one accord, it's a very strong terminology the Bible used. It's like art, art love. I did, a, I did a robust study on some of those words. It's very, those words are very powerful words. They look, if egbono, that's what I'm telling you. Some of those words, that's what it means literally. They were so together. I told you, 
you, you know, now when you say upper room experience, what are you going to do? You are going to Kabash. If you say program, upper room experience, you want to go and Kabash. But actually, that first upper room experience was not to Kabash. It was, they didn't have any other person but themselves. Do you really see ourselves as, I don't have any other person? Do you know whether your brother has any other person but you? And do you see yourself as the only option for your, for your brother? They were, they were being, it was, a, it was until the Holy Ghost came that, that they were speaking in tongues. But guess what Jesus said? He says he was the one who told them how to get the spirit. What, what was the how? He said that tarry ye what? In Jerusalem. He told them, he gave them the structure of how they should be together for the spirit to come. If we want the spirit to come again, we have to also do what again? Be together. Listen, a powerful conference and a powerful service is not the same as a kingdom community. There are two different things. Because with a powerful gift of the spirit or an office, you can host a powerful service. But to have a powerful kingdom expressive in a society there have to be a people whose hearts are what are needed there wouldn't be a need for performance and when this thing starts happening that's when we begin to see some of our greatest miracles tell you the truth we need to love ourselves we need to pray to grow in love which we see in in second Corinthians chapter 13 taught us how to love. Kindness, patience, long-suffering, and all of that. Are we together, friends? And all, what, all that does to us is that it, it kills self. Praise God. Self. Are we together here? Self does two things to you. It wants you to promote, majorly wants you to promote yourself. But sometimes your route to promoting yourself is to destroy another. Yeah. That's why you must labor not to destroy another. And you know you are born again, you are spirit filled. You will almost never destroy another in a way that it will be obvious. Don't forget you are spirit filled. So you are going to do it stylishly. I don't mean it that way, but uh, that's how you murder. Let's pray for him. That's how you mother. You can't say you, as a preview person, you can't say you are gossiping. Huh? You have to start a prayer unit. You have, it has to be a prayer project because if you start gossiping, it will look too obvious. Just, let's just pray for our brother. Father, you know, our brother doesn't really, you know, the gossip has started spiritually. Yeah. That's why a lot of intercessory groups, what I'm telling you are real things. So. A lot of intercessory groups are demonic groups. Yeah. So let's intercede. Let's intercede for our pastor. Rebellion has started. Don't intercede for me. We have prayer you need to. <laughs> intercede for me. We already have prayer you need. Intercede for me personally. Don't call anybody to intercede for me. Intercede alone. Don't call any group to intercede for me. I don't want it. 
I disband that group. <laughs> Any group that is not me that started the intercession for if you want to intercede for come and tell me you want to intercede for me. I will ask whether whether this as I'm like this if, let's pray for other pastors. No, I don't want <laughs> you have to love ourselves. Then you have to love what the Lord loves. The Lord loves souls. I'm trusting God for churches next year. Listen, of course, what I'm saying next year because I'm already on church plants this year. We have some churches we are planting. But next year, I'm saying, God, we must plant churches. I don't care the resources on ground or the resources that is not on ground. Glint, next year we're going to plant churches. We have to plant churches. Because I know that churches is where the kingdom is being expressed. We need churches. It is the Oludu that say, we need factory. We need factory. Maybe they should <laughs> me Buari to give them factory. What my business with? Yeah, <laughs> for factory. Say, if we convert the churches to factory, and they have not converted their own father's house to orphanage home. I'm telling you, the guy's father has about three houses. He has not thought of converting it to orphanage home or to pack the mad people on the street to put in his father's house. It's my own father's house. He wants to turn to factory. Idiots, I'm telling you the truth. Say, we need more factories. We need more factories. And his own is collecting rent of his own house. We don't need orphanage home. You know many homeless people. And the guy has the heart to see collect rent. He should give his homes to orphanage. We need churches. We need kingdom communities. It's not enough. I said it's not enough. Nigeria is not saved. The whole nation is not saved. How are we at peace? Do you really believe people are going to hell when they die? Do you believe it? And you are still like this. They will say rest well soon. And the guy is not resting well. They say, they say he has gone to rest. People just carry rumors. Somebody who is not born again that he say, Kai, he has gone to which rest? Say he has gone to rest. He's in a better place. But we we will, see, we will see not to depart again. Well, that's still correct, yeah? <laughs> there is a world to save. If you think this way, God will not be afraid to put resources in your hands. Friends, there is a world to save. And whatever you are doing, you are better do quickly. Whatever God has asked you to do, do it quickly. There is a world to save. I'm going to see you on Sunday by the grace of God. God bless you. You can give your offerings on your way out.